Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. This episode is a very special episode because we have someone very special here. Uh, the owner of the Cedar Room in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's Andy Swice. Andy, welcome to the program. Thank you, James. Pleasure to be here and good to talk again, especially after meeting you in person, what, a couple months ago now. So it's uh, I've been looking forward to this and uh, the rest of the call. Yeah, no, it it was uh, it was fun to meet you. So I, I'll give everybody a little bit of background here. I was on my way back from the PCA trade show, and I had decided to stop at some uh, places on the way back. I drove there. I drove back. Um, it was like a three day trip both ways, but it was a lot of fun. And one of the places that I wanted to stop was the Cedar Room in Scottsdale. And the reason that I wanted to stop here was was twofold. One is I've bought some stuff from you guys online uh, and it was always great. It was a great uh, experience each time. So I, I wanted to, to stop by and see the shop, but the real, like the big reason that I wanted to to stop by is you guys do business with Castagli and we'll get into right. this a little bit later, but you guys are kind of on the cutting edge of who the boutique players are in the industry. Um, and, you know, I will throw names around later on, like El Septimo Castagli, sure. uh, uh, but I really wanted to stop by and kind of see how, you know, how you guys did things. It was funny because I was, it was the last day of the trade show, it was the, the Tuesday, and I, I talked to Vlada. I was standing there talking to Vlada at his booth, at the Castagli Cigars booth, and I said, yeah, I said, I'm going to Arizona, like Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Where should I go? And he, like, he didn't even skip a beat. He goes, uh, he, he's like, the Cedar Room, hold on, I'm, I'm texting Andy right now. <laughs> I remember getting that text too. And he says, Hey, I have a special guest who's going to, who's going to come by and make sure you treat him well and take care of him." And my only response was, well, we treat everyone that way. So, but we look forward to whoever this <laughs> surprise guest is. And then you, <laughs> then you showed up. <laughs> right. To whoever this, uh, whoever this a-hole is, who's coming in and bothering me. <laughs> it was funny. Cause I, I, I stopped in, um, that night. Cause it's only a couple hour trip from, uh, Phoenix to, or from Vegas to Phoenix. So I stopped in that night and I was actually sitting in the Cedar room, um, there in the lounge. And I was talking with a, a couple of your employees, Dave and Kurt, I believe is who, who right. was there. And, uh, I was talking with them and all of a sudden my phone dings and I look and I've got a message from the Cedar room on Instagram saying, Hey, uh, Vlada from Castagli said you were going to stop in. Like, let me know when you're going to be there and you know, I'll stop in and we'll, we'll talk a little bit. And I was already there. So I just said, well, I'll come back tomorrow morning if that works for you. And so we, I came back the next day and it was, it was great. We sat down, uh, Andy, you and I, we sat down there in the seating room for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, about two hours. Yeah, and and we had a great conversation. So um, I'm looking forward uh, to to t- 
telling everybody, uh, you know, about your story and you getting out what the Cedar Room does. But but before we do, I want to invite our listeners to go to creativebraincandy.com. Check out the great family of podcasts that we have there at creativebraincandy.com, including Smoking and Drinking in Space, or if you prefer Smoking and Drinking in Capes. Jason and Rob do a fantastic job of covering the latest and sometimes not greatest in sci-fi and superhero movies. Uh, if you want to have a good time uh, and you're into those kinds of things, go to creativebraincandy.com and check out simply or, uh, Smoking and Drinking in Space and Smoking and Drinking in Capes. Uh, and the rest of the great family of podcasts there at creativebraincandy.com. All right, my shilling is 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 done for right now, so I think we're good. Uh, so, Andy, how long have you been smoking cigars? Like, let's start just at the beginning. Probably when I uh, was about 19, 20 years old. Uh, I'm now 42 years old, so uh, can't do the math right now, but quite a while. And um, it's interesting, that all started out really something my father and my brother uh, started doing together my father who had a cigar shop here in arizona in a little town called carefree probably about 20 minutes north of where we are in scottsdale quite a while ago and when he opened up that shop uh, back then um, it was great it was something that he enjoyed doing and over the years, my brother and I would, at the time, we had we both had corporate jobs, consuming a lot of time, but we always made time to meet up at our father's place and not just uh, hang out with him and start enjoying cigars, but over the years, he was in business there for about 12, 13 years. We were just amazed by the the customers that he had and the gatherings and just the everyday community relationships that we saw being fostered. And it's something that we were involved with, with our father over the years, but mostly it was something for me personally, after I get done with my, my work for the day, I would on the way home, drive up and stop in there and hang out with my dad and get to know a lot of his regular customers, amazing people. And just over time, seeing how that community was formed, uh, it was pretty incredible. So throughout the time as years went on, it's something my brother and I talked about later on saying, hey, this is amazing. Um, it's something that, you know, we want to be a part of. And over the years, as my father was at the 12 year mark, 11, 12 year mark, started talking about retirement. It's something that we wanted to continue in his footsteps and um, eventually open up our own cigar lounge. So it was kind of something that evolved over the years where we would see how things were and how our father ran a business and how his customer relationships were. And it's something we kind of want to follow in its footsteps and continue. So towards the end of him finally coming to retirement is when we had those conversations and decided something we want to do uh, after he, after he sold his business. And it was literally a month later where we all missed being part of that and we wanted to do something quickly. And it was three, four months after he closed is when we started the planning and the vision of Cedar room. Um, and that was in uh, early 2016. So it's been a while we've been enjoying cigars together and with the community. Right. So you, you started when you were, you know, in your late teens, early twenties, smoking cigars. 
Um, but it wasn't the love of cigars that brought you to the Cedar Room. It was the love of the culture and community. Is that am I understanding that right? Absolutely. That was that was first and foremost. Cigars were a way to enjoy that community and experience. Has that changed for you? Like, have you seen? So you've been steeped in this. Obviously, like your 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 dad owned owned a shop. Um, you and your brother have been around it forever, and now and now you've got the Cedar Room. But over that time, so 19, you said you're 42, so that's what, 23 years, I think, if my math's right. It's probably not. Um, but if it is 23 years, have you seen the community change a lot in that time? And if so, like, what have you seen? Um, it has quite, it has and it hasn't. So since, you know, our our location of Cedar Room, uh, like I mentioned, was not too far away from where our father's place was, you know, from the beginning when people found out we we're going to open up in the relationship to our father, we had kind of um, instant base of those who wanted to come and at least check us out and visit us. And when we first opened, it was, it was really an entire family involvement. Even our father, after going into retirement, he would come and help us out almost every day, setting things up and his customers started coming down and visiting. So it was almost a continuation of what he started and finished and transitioned to what we were continuing. And um, our goal was to continue what he did. And what he did was treat all his customers like family. And we do that currently to this day at Cedar Room. He spent so much time at his shop. Uh, it was more than his own home. And so being, being that it was a home, anyone who would come in, he always emphasized you know, these customers are coming in uh, to my home, so I'm going to treat them like family, someone who would come in our home. And and we extended that, and we still continue doing that today. And I think that's why, you know, his his customers still come and frequent us. And then, you know, thankfully, word of mouth and grassroots marketing spread around town. And, you know, our base has, has grown quite a bit in the area and outside the area, outside the state. Um so it's really nice seeing that. And, and to this day, he comes and uh, visits. And when he comes by, some of his old customers will be there. And, and it's just a continuation. You know, they're happy to see each other. They continue where they left off. So I just love uh, being part of that and seeing that. That's that's awesome. That That's, I mean, that's a testament to what your dad built and what you and your brother have continued to do uh, uh, to to. to foster that that community and that family really family um that, that you guys have built so that's that's phenomenal and you've touched on a couple of things that i want to get to uh and the first one i think is this so you're in you're in arizona and while we when we had this conversation uh when when i was there the first time you had mentioned just how many cigar shops and lounges there are in the state of Arizona. Last I recall, maybe statewide, it's maybe 70, 70 plus. Um, and I think I remember a statistic several years ago saying how Arizona had per capita the most cigar shops, lounges in the country. So, I mean, they're pretty spread out. Arizona's a big state, but um, yeah, per capita, it's quite a bit. And I think in the last year or two, Maybe we've uh, gone down a notch or two since the boom in Georgia. I, I hear in Georgia and Atlanta area uh, per capita, now they lead in a number of shops. But yeah, it's up there. And uh, 
to this day, there's still quite a few, but even though there's so many, I believe each one offers something unique and kind of caters to their, to their uh, patrons and customers. So, and we do the same thing. We keep in, we keep in mind where we are, who our patrons are, and just try to do the best job of continuing, uh, you know, meeting what they're looking for in terms of product selection, service, experience, and um, yeah, there's quite a bit, but I think you know everyone offers something different and unique. Quite frankly, it's refreshing to hear. I mean, because you have such a unique perspective on it, because your dad was in the industry, uh, and now you're in the industry. And, and you're surrounded by these these shops. And yes, Arizona is large, but it's a lot of desert. So there's really, yeah. I mean, there's really just a few places where there's a lot of people. In, and I mean, you know, so 70 shops in Arizona, that's a lot of shops uh, for Arizona. But you guys stand out because of the culture that you've built there and, and the you want to treat everybody as family and you're inviting them into your home. But right. And this is going to this is going to get in into a couple of different things, I think. But you guys you guys offer unique uh, uh, cigars and a unique shopping experience for your customers that I don't think a lot of other shops in the state of Arizona do. Mm-hmm. Why? Yes. Because, like, let's talk about and I said at the top of the show, we would throw around names like Castaglia and El Septimo. But these are these are brands that you carried honestly, before the majority of anyone, anybody else in, in the country carry, like how, how do you, how do you find these brands? How do you find the boutique brands and how do you like stay abreast of all the new stuff that's coming out? And how do you decide what you're going to carry in your, in your inventory? That's, that's new. Over time, uh, we get to know a lot of our customers, almost all of them who come into our doors and we have a lot of conversations of, uh, you know, what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy. So a lot of cons- customer and consumer feedback as part of our cigar selection process. Also though, uh, my background when being in corporate America for 17 years before opening Cedar Room, a lot of the work that I used to do is very analytical, sales and marketing research and um, product selectment. I used to do that for a lot of the largest retailers in the world, including Walmart, Kroger, Target. My job back then was to do kind of what I'm doing now for our patrons was to do a lot of research and analytics to show which products that retailers should be carrying, which ones meet their consumer demographics and demands. So doing that on such a large scale, it was uh, it made it a lot easier applying that on a, on a smaller scale in our own business. Uh, that was one part. So we do a lot of research, a lot of vetting of products, not just what's in the market now, but things before they even enter the market. And we use various resources to do that, whether it's online blogs, reviewers, even such as yourself and many other influencers, and kind of getting feedback from all over the place. My brother also, he's, he travels the world quite a bit and spends a lot of time in various regions throughout the world. So every so often he'll, you know, he'll be in a a cigar lounge or a hotel somewhere that offers cigars and run into something very unique that he enjoyed and he'll bring it up to me. So he'll mention a brand that he saw and I'll start doing research on it and seeing if it's something uh, we can try and introduce to our patrons. So that's actually where Kistagli was born 
uh, with Cedar Room. So he was traveling in, I believe it was in Saudi Arabia at the time, uh, several years ago. And he ran into that brand and he just was raving about how much he enjoyed it and how, how great and high quality of the brand was. So I started looking into it. And I believe we were the first ones to uh, bring in that brand in the U.S. And that's when I first got a hold of uh, Vlada and um, found out that he was the U.S. brand ambassador for the brand. Back then, it was called Bespoke before they changed right. the name to Castagli. And um, that relationship started very fast with Vlada. And he's, he's an amazing uh, connoisseur of, you know, his background is in fine wines and now in cigars very educated, very sharp and talented young man. And that relationship started with him. We introduced Castagli at Cedar Room. And uh, when we bring in something, we fully support it 110% with uh, educating our patrons with this new brand. And especially if it's something nobody's ever heard of, they're kind of more weary to try it out. But when we got it into more and more hands, uh, people fell in love with it as well, and it just took off very fast at Cedar Room. You bring up a, a point that I think with a lot of lounge owners that I talk to around the country, this is their hesitation. And as somebody who's on the cutting edge of boutique and bringing in boutique, you have a very unique perspective on this. But a lot of lounge owners around the country say, I don't want to bring in boutique because I don't know how it's going to do. I don't know how it's going right. to sell. And I don't know... I, I don't, then I've got to spend time training my staff and I've got to spend time doing this. I've got to spend time doing that. And if it doesn't sell, then I'm stuck with it or I'm out the money uh, and I've got to right. blow it, blow it out. Like how do you get your staff? How do you get your customers? Like, let's start there. How do you get your customers to try this, these new cigars? Because you know, as well as I do, there are guys who come in and they look at you like, Hey Andy, uh, I'm just going to go grab this Rocky Patel or I'm going to go grab right. my, this Padron or I'm going to go grab this or I'm going to grab that. And it's the only cigar they ever smoke. How do you get them to move on to something uh, that's more boutique and maybe just a little bit uh, different? Yeah, it's, um, I, I agree. A lot of places will kind of want to carry something that's tried and true, something that their consumers are well aware of. But to stand out and offer something unique, uh, it does require quite a bit more effort and energy. Uh, but for something like Castagli or these other brands that we have, we believe they deserve that extra effort and energy. So we invest in training our staff in a lot of the knowledge and background on the brands and cigars, equip them with material that they can relay to, to our patrons. But when we're there, we're literally sitting down with each person, especially because we know after a while what their profile is and their taste um, for cigars are we offer it to those people we think that will enjoy this um, as much, if not more than what they're currently smoking every day. So it's, it's literally just getting it in their hands and letting them, letting them be the judge about it. And, um, you know, luckily with these new brands that we've carried, uh, everyone kind of agrees that it's, you know, it's a great recommendation and they continue smoking it. So um, that helps with launching certain brands like that, but it also helps with us and the staff and our patrons continue building the relationship of, hey, you know, Andy or Raj or Mike, whoever's, whoever's working that day offered this recommendation and they enjoy it. So the next time they come in, they're more willing to take a new recommendation based off the track record uh, in, the, in the past. So uh, it's just continually doing that and continually uh, putting the effort in, in educating and uh, trial. 
So do you spend a lot of time educating your your staff on on the new cigars like, you know, like and how how deep into the weeds do you get with that? Do you talk about the farm it came from uh, or, or is it just this is wrapper binder filler? Like this is what you need to tell folks like what 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 does that look like? Yeah, it, initially it's not as in depth uh, down to the farm level, but it is wrapper binder filler. A uh, little history and story on the owners of the company, how the brand evolved and started. We start there as kind of a, a base, but then we build on it. And in the case with uh, Vlad and Castagli, we built on it by um, having Jeremy, the owner of the company, come in many times and help continue the education and information that we we're not we don't have. So. There's been a few sessions where Jeremy has come in and sat down with all of our patrons and discussed, here's the story of Castagli. Here's, here's what we're all about and how we started and how we're continuing what our next steps are in this journey. And people, especially someone like Jeremy, he has a lot of amazing stories. And <laughs> yes, he people, does. People love, <laughs> yeah, you probably, you probably have talked to him or, or heard the stories. Yes. Very unique gentleman. And the first session we had, it was uh, something that people had to kind of reserve and grab a seat to be able to sit down and learn more. I think we reserved maybe 10 seats the first time. And everyone was so intrigued sitting around him and listening to his stories. All of a sudden, all of our seats started circling around the 10. And we lost all the seats in, in, in the entire lounge. And it became a huge fireside chat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was entertaining and, you know, people loved uh, smoking his cigars and learning about them simultaneously. And then after that, once we announced Jeremy was coming back in town or even Vlad, I mean, it was, a, it was always a packed house because they were excited to learn more. And so building on what we offer, tapping into the, you know, brands, uh, resources and, and and people too, just continues that and builds on it. So let me ask you this, because you said you said earlier, you said that when you find a brand that you like and you find a brand that you want to bring in, you support them 100 percent, 110 percent. You bring them in and you bring in like their catalog and you've got stuff like PG is not a a brand that everybody knows. But if you know, like, you know, right. So you support these brands uh, like Castagli, like PG, like El Septimo. You bring them in. Do you expect them or do you want them to support you as much as they support as much as you support them? For example, like Jeremy's great about this. Vlad is great about this. You know, you buy their product, you support them. They'll come out, they'll do events. They'll do events all like Jeremy loves to talk. He's a storyteller. Like oh, that's yeah. Jeremy. He's a storyteller. And Vlad is the same way. Vlad is a great guy with a ton of knowledge and just absolutely loves to share his passion for it with with everybody that he touches. But do right. you do you expect these manufacturers to send somebody in and not just their rep, but like, for example, Jeremy Castagli, do you, do you want them to, to, to bring them in? Because I've heard from other lounge owners that are like, look, if, if I'm going to support you, I expect you to support us by coming in and, and doing these events. Not all the time. Like we know that you're busy and you've got, but once a year coming into an event, like, is that something that you, you expect from, from the brands that you carry that you go all in on? No, no, not at all. Um, it's just icing on the cake if they're able to do that. So we're, we're pretty selective with the brands we bring in and we're going to support it either way. 
if there's additional support from the brand, that's great. But, you know, Vlad and Jeremy's a great, great instance of where they do do that. You mentioned PG. Um, that's on the other hand, it's not the same. That's uh, that's a relationship uh, my brother and father actually um, had when my dad had his shop many years ago, meeting Dr. Kavorkin, Dr. Kavorkin, Paul Gramerian, sorry, uh, at the trade shows many years ago. And we built that relationship with them. We loved their product. And ever since my dad carried it, we continued bringing it into Cedar Room. Now they're uh, they're a pretty lean lean team and staff, so they're not going to be able to offer all the things some of the other brands do. But we just continue um, supporting it through our own knowledge and education to our customers. And you're right; it's not something that's always widely known. But it's again getting it into our patrons' hands, and once they try it, you know they agree that it's uh, that it's a very high quality product and continue enjoying it. Um, another one that's a more uh, more of a widely popular brand is Padron. They really don't offer uh, in-store events and bringing out their uh, team and staff to stores uh, very seldomly. But it's a well-known brand and everyone enjoys it. It's a great product, so you know we offer that as well. But yeah, it's not always depending on you know, okay. You have to be able to come out X times a year. Right. Um, if we stand behind it, we stand behind it either way. Right, because you stand behind it then because it's a good product and not because they're going to come visit. Exactly, exactly. So the PG, like I this, I love PG. I think their cigars are fantastic, but a lot of people just don't know them. And I think El Septimo is is the same way. And you 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 shared with me some of their cigars, and like wow. Wow is all I can really say about El Septimo. And I know at the PCA this year, that was the new hotness and everybody was really excited for El Septimo. But, right. and I know that you train your folks and you get them, you get them excited about it and you want people to try it. But let me ask you, do you think manufacturers miss the mark when it comes to marketing? And what I mean by that is they kind of rely on the the, the local shops, the, the B&Ms, the mom and pop shops, especially. Uh, to to be the front line and be their marketing guys for them. Uh, and instead of having like a little insert or even even a QR code on the band that we, uh, a customer can scan it. Oh, so this has this wrapper, this binder, this filler. Like, do you think there's there's something missing on the manufacturer's side for that? Or do you really feel that it's the, the B&M's responsibility to, to, to get the word out and, and, and train consumers, so to speak? Um, I don't think one exists without the other. I think both sides are needed. Um, if someone, if a new brand is in the market and uh, they introduce it to a certain retailer, yeah, that can be a good launch pad. And uh, especially if, if the retailer is kind of uh, an influencer in that market, uh, getting the word out and getting the cigar in hands, that definitely helps. Um, but uh, the suppress will come from the other side as well. It might not be there initially or right out the gates, but El Septimo was one of the brands where it was introduced at our lounge many years ago as well, First, actually first in the country. And um, we started supporting it in the same level we did with, with uh, Jeremy's Castagli as well. And uh, word of mouth spread, grassroots marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Demand increased for it pretty quickly. But all along the way, when we talked with El Septimo, we always provide constant feedback of, hey, 
so many people have tried it. This is some of the feedback, just sending it to you, just FYI. So it's that constant dialogue back and forth. And a lot of times they'll take that feedback and utilize it and make enhancements or create marketing material and send back to the retailers. One example is uh, El Satima or even uh, Castagli. Barcodes. I know it's, it's really not a huge thing, but barcodes are things that for me and a lot of other retailers help with streamlining a retailer's operation, being able to scan a product, um, move the long, move along the lines and help with customer service. That's something that we provided feedback for. And the following year, Jeremy and, and Vlad implemented getting barcodes on their products. Same thing with El Septimo. Now all their new product launches have that. So not just operationally, but marketing, uh, consumer information, we provide feedback and, and we'll get feedback in return. So it's a joint effort for sure. Uh, I don't think one works without the other. It's amazing to me. We had this conversation uh, when I was there, but it's amazing to me that in the 21st century, uh, there are cigar manufacturers that do not use a barcode on their product. It does make inventory uh, uh, so much easier for B&Ms. I, like otherwise you're, you're putting it in by hand and taking it out by hand. It, like it's just double the work. Yeah. It's just, it's such a little thing that most people will think about, but for me, especially with my consumer packaged goods background, just knowing that every single consumer packaged goods in the industry, whether it's a bottle of Pepsi, a bag of Frito-Lay chips, it's mandatory. You can't launch yeah. a product without a barcode and it's for retailer benefits. It's for tracking it internally, a lot of benefits for it, but it's, it's pretty crucial. And I know majority of manufacturers now have that incorporated. There's still, there's still a handful of ones that do not. Um, but you know, I understand it having dialogue with these companies who did implement it after providing feedback, they said, Hey, it's, it's a cost, you know, it's an additional cost. Yeah. And it's a logistics uh, issue, whatever it may be, but, you know, they work on it and over time try to implement those things that help out the entire industry. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the industry. We've talked a, a lot about what you guys do. I want to talk about the space that you guys have, both uh, both physical space and, and your online space. Let's start mm-hmm. with let's start with your physical space, which is a look. There are few places, few uh, that when I close my eyes and I think about what a cigar lounge in my mind, which I know is very subjective, uh, should be, uh, that that uh, the lounge lives up to that. Yours is one of them. Safari in Omaha is another one, and, and I think I, I, I know I'm forgetting one or two, but like uh, the Vintage in 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 Charlotte is one. Like mm-hmm. there's like three, like the Clayton. In Chicago, so the Clayton, right? Oh, uh, a Safari, Vintage, and you. Like when I close my eyes and I think of what a cigar lounge should look like, this is it. Like what you have is it, and it's a gorgeous spot. Like, can you talk a little bit about what you were looking for when when you put this all together? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. That's uh, that's a very very huge compliment. Appreciate the uh, mentioning that. Um, so the space that we have. It's uh, it's something, again, that kind of came to fruition after uh, working with our father for so many years. It's an accumulation of uh, things that we envisioned we would one day like to have or, and offer our customers. Uh, and with my brother's travels around the world, too, seeing, seeing uh, lounges or cigar establishments uh, in various regions throughout the world, 
he brought in a lot of uh, great uh, planning and uh, architecture and design to that aspect. So we we incorporated all that into the cedar room when we opened it up. When we um, moved into the area that we are, the reason we chose DC Ranch, which is the community that we're in in North Scottsdale, we realized, like I mentioned before, there's so many other cigar establishments in the uh, Arizona market. Where is there a market that is not catering to the consumer, uh, cigar consumer? And the area we're in was really one of the last ones. And it's a it's a highly affluent demographic area, uh, premier location, and understandably we could you know we saw why someone would not want to open up there but we knew that there was a missed target that uh consumer base was really looking for something like this so we decided on dc ranch and the location that we have it's uh it's in a community center a lifestyle community center is what they call it with other retailers restaurants and we're on the end cap of one of the buildings and we wanted to have a place that had uh, really high ceilings um, because of the smoke factors. We wanted something that had an expansive patio uh, because in Arizona, you know, three fourths, three fourths of the year has amazing weather. You know, people want to be outside, so we wanted to foster that. And uh, we luckily had a clean canvas to start with. So the location we had was a former high-end uh, seafood and steakhouse who departed, and everything was kind of stripped out of that place so we literally had four concrete walls and uh, a clean canvas to work with so that's when we started working on the design the uh, architecture and all of the requirements needed to you know make sure that it was a place that the community wanted to to come by and frequent and um, we know a lot of existing and other cigar establishments had that kind of image of walking into a dark kind of dungeonous smoke-filled place and we, <laughs> right. wanted to, and we wanted to make it more of a place you walk into it's like and people think it's like their own home and they want want them to feel at home and comfortable so uh that's what we tried to do and everything from you know the furniture the design the architecture you walk in and you feel like you're in someone's home and it's very comfortable uh, and spacious. And um, I think that's, you know, those are the, those are the targets we shot for. And I think we incorporated. So, and it's, it's a place we wanted to, you know, I would say maybe 90, 95% of the cigar consumer demographic is male. We wanted to focus on not just making it a male uh, hangout, but a place where entire family can come, yeah, you know, of, of legal age, of course. Right. And that's, that's kind of how it's been. When we first opened up, I would say 90, 95% of our patrons were men. Fast forward five years now, I would say 20 to 30% are female cigar smokers and consumers as well, because they feel comfortable there. It's a place that isn't your typical cigar environment and families come for special occasions, private parties. Um, it's really welcoming everyone who either is a cigar smoker or someone who wants to give it a shot. Yeah. And you guys carry, and I think this might help in talking with some of uh, the sisters of the leaf. I think this might help. 
But you guys, you serve wine and port uh, as well as uh, you have local uh, beer on tap. Yes. So we have beer, wine and port. And on the wine side, you know, it depends on the time of year. We sell a lot more full bodied reds when it's kind of colder in the fall and winter season. And a lot more chilled white wines in the spring and summertime. <laughs> I, I laugh when you say when it's kind of colder. You you live in yeah, yeah you live in Arizona, sir. It's already it's already dipping down into almost like it I think it was forty this morning here. So <laughs> Yeah, for us I would say when it starts hitting sixty five, seventy, that's like that's uh that's ice cold. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So yeah. There's, there's definitely a different that's like, yeah. The jackets come out, the, the scarves, the, the mittens come out when it's 65, 70. So. <laughs> I think if I ever saw somebody wearing mittens in Arizona, I, I would literally just, I would have to laugh. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, I remember the first time I saw Ugg boots, if you're familiar with those high yes. boots with the wool, with the wool lining. Yeah. yeah when the Ugg boots, the Ugg boots come out, uh, we know it's officially winter in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> But but your space is great. I can't wait for everybody to see this. If you go to uh, simplystogies.com, the the review is out today. Uh, And I I won't spoil the score. Go read it. It, it, It's a very high score, and it is well-deserved because this this place is more than just a lounge. And, yes, it's a lounge. It's a B&M. But it's a place to, to, like he said, bring your family as long as they're of legal age. You, you, You can bring your friends. You can bring a date. This would be a great after dinner spot for a date. And yeah. especially in Arizona, you can sit on the patio. The patio is huge. It, I, I, the pictures don't do it justice. The patio is, is massive and, and, and there's comfortable seating and there's TVs everywhere, but there's not a, a lot of loud music, which I typically don't like when I go into a cigar lounge. So it's, it's literally you walk in and you can have a conversation with anybody, whether it's it's an intimate conversation with you and your date or your significant other, or it's a, a, a conversation with you and a couple of friends, like it is, it is such a great space. But for me, the best part is is that I don't have to be there to enjoy it because you have an online store, and you do a yeah. lot of because you are, like I said, you know, we've been talking about quite a bit on the cutting edge of of what boutique cigars are. This is a great place to get your boutique cigars, guys, because it's not just your usual suspects. And you do a lot of stuff with not just Castagli, uh, El Septimo, and and whatnot, but you also do uh, uh, the uh, Nomad uh, series, the No Ro- yeah, with No Rojas, the the Nomad. Like, so talk about your online store. You can go to I got it right here, CedarRoomCigars.com, uh, and you can check out everything that they've got there. But talk about how this came about because there are not a lot of B&Ms, local B&Ms like the Cedar Room that are putting out an online store. So talk about the thought process that went into that. Yeah, so the online uh, site kind of started out as more of a convenience to after the second or third year being a business. We have in the area that we're in, we have a lot of what we call snowbirds, people who spend a lot of time in, in the in the fall and winter in Arizona, and then they spend spring or summer in other parts of the region or the world. Uh, it all started out with snowbirds who started coming in, and whether it's Castagli, El Satimo, or any other brand that we have that they enjoy, they wanted to be able to get those cigars, uh, whether they move back east or another part of the world, uh, to be able to ship that to them. So it started out with just being a a site where people can get those rare and unique items and we can send them out to them wherever they are 
and that quickly kind of grew after that with all the unique and rare brands that we had on there. I think, um, you know, that kind of spread with either social media, word of mouth. And to this day, we haven't really ramped up the site to include our entire humidor and warehouse offering. We carry probably 16 to 17,000 different cigars in our humidor and warehouse in our brick and mortar location. I would say if you go to our website, cedarroomcigars.com, it's probably a tiny fracture of what we have. And we do focus on just those limited and rare brands because, you know, we're not, our site isn't set up to compete with, whether it's uh, the larger catalog houses, it's really a convenience for our customers and it's grown. Thankfully it's grown. And a lot of the rare brands that we have on there, we've become the go-to site to get them. Uh, El Septimo is one of them. Castagli is another, another one. We're big supporters of the Viaje brand as well as Ezra Zion and Nomad that you mentioned. Um, another popular brand that's pretty, really, really hard to find is uh, also a Kellner Boutique Factory product is the principal line of cigars from yes. Darren Trophy. Um, so the Aviator that he makes and all his accomplice lines, we have those online. And those are really hard to come out with, especially with, uh, especially with his night flight that comes out like literally once every year or two. And we'll, we'll be one of the first people to get those. And as soon as we post them online, they're, they're, they're gone within like eight or nine hours. Um, but we also keep a stash, you know, in, in store as well. So it, that's kind of the tough part is putting things online that we know a lot of people throughout the country are looking for, but also making sure we, you know, meet our in-store customer needs for those products as well. So it's a lot of juggling of allocation between the two. Right. But the, the site, the site is really, yeah, they're kind of a convenience, but it's luckily kind of grown and. Yeah, and and actually, your your humidor. We didn't even touch on this uh, when we talked about the physical space, but your walk-in humidor there. When I say walk-in humidor, like it, 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 it's huge, and you have everything. It's not just boutique. Yes, there's a lot of boutique, but you have like literally, like almost everything. In it, it, it was. It's nice yeah. to see that, and it was clean. I can't wait for you guys to see, again. I can't wait for you guys to see the pictures. Go to simplystogies.com. Uh, the the uh, uh, review is up. So, and well, like you said, what's on the website is just a fraction of what you guys carry, even in store. Not just what you have in the warehouse, but what you just have in store. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we carry we carry boutique is one part of our uh, offering, but yeah, we still carry the mainstream, uh, the the drones and the Davidoffs. We're actually at a Davidoff appointed merchant as well. So we carry, we carry the entire lineup of Davidoff's offering and their limited annual releases. Um, you probably remember seeing the cabinet and yes, as you, as you walk in, but yeah, we carry mainstream brands and they, you know, they do really well. Uh, but we also like to offer, you know, some unique items as well. And you, you, you're really an innovator uh, on the online side of things because you guys offer a, a, a cigar text club where you can sign up I mean, you can go to a cedar room cigars.com, uh, but I'll have a link to all this in the show notes guys, but you can go there and you can sign up via text and get alerts when new things come up on the website. Is that right? Right. Yeah. You can, uh, there's a wish list offering on, on the website so that you can tag an item, uh, especially if it's a rare item that sells out pretty fast, you can put it on your wish list and 
everything is synced up with our inventory management system. So as soon as we get that back in, you'll get a you'll get an alert, text or email say, hey, this item is back in stock. One of them that's been uh, that everyone uses has been the Andalusian bull. You know, it's been a huge shortage of that of that item for <laughs> right. years now. But it's funny, as soon as I update the inventory on the back end, it's weird. I didn't even realize we had this option, but as soon as I in- update the inventory, all of a sudden I'm getting emails and phone calls and orders for the Andalusian bull. And one day I was like, How do they know if, how do they know we have them? And I realized we had a wish list option that people are alerted as soon as they get something. So we started utilizing that option a lot more. <laughs> I'm like, how do they know? Is, someone, is there a camera in here? Someone's watching me stop this? <laughs> well, that wouldn't shock me because that is one of the most sought after uh, cigars. out Still, like, I don't know. Well, this That was what? Cigar of the Year in... Uh, 2016, 17? Yeah, 16, 17, one of those years. Yeah, so, like, it's been five, six years, and, like, it's still, it's, like, everybody, I mean, it's a great cigar. I'm not, take it, it's a great cigar, but, like, yeah, like, that's the one, like, as soon as you see it in stock somewhere, you go to put it in your cart, and it's gone, and it's gone. Uh, But, yeah, you get the the uh, text alerts uh there, and, like, you sign up. Like, I'm looking at it now, and, like, you put in your shipping address and your name and everything, so they have all of that info and it's ready to go and you sign up uh, and then it's just easy ordering through the text. Yeah. So, so um, I'm glad you touched on that. So we're constantly kind of evolving from a uh, retail experience standpoint, as well as now e-commerce as well. Um, Continuing that what we've developed is actually the first ever uh, cigar text club. And what it is basically is you sign up one time at cigartextclub.com. Or you can simply just send a text, keyword cigars to 833-855-6464. And what this is, is the first and only, from my knowledge, uh, way to buy cigars purely through SMS, through texting. So there's no website to go to. um, There's no browser required. You sign up once and then we send, whether it's daily or weekly, uh, new product launches. Uh, or deals on cigars, you'll get a text and it'll give the details of what that offer is. And you simply reply, just like you're replying to your friend through text with either a one, two, three, or a yes, confirming your order if you're interested in the deal. And that's it. And your information's all in the system and we pack and ship the product out to you. So you literally reply with a one or a two and then your order's at your doorstep within two days. So uh, very fast, very convenient and, and simple way, a new innovative way to, to buy cigars as well. In an industry that is has been the same, and I've said this before, uh, for a hundred years, it's nice to see, you know, technology starting to have an impact uh, on how we, uh, you know, interact with, with manufacturers, how we interact with B&Ms, and now how we order our cigars. Uh, so, yeah, check it out, cedarroomcigars.com. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll put the uh, link for the, the cigartextclub.com in the show notes as well. And you want to give that number one more time? Yeah, it's uh, actually there's um, when we launched, it's just texting the keyword cigars to one eight three three eight five five six four six four. Actually, for Simply Stogies listeners, we, we actually created a special keyword if they want to use. Um, it's actually Stogies. Text the word Stogies to Eight three three eight five five six four six four, and if you do sign up, you'll get a surprise text 
pretty quickly after that for a for a sampler that we put together. I think uh, a lot of people will enjoy, uh, and it's a good way to test out the platform to see how simple and easy it is to use. Yeah, so there you go. Like uh, uh, that number will be in the show notes. T- uh, text keyword Stogies, uh, and, and yeah, like let's test this platform out for him and, and uh, get some uh, nice cigars. It'll be interesting to see what you put together in that sampler uh, for yeah. for our listeners. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna uh, do that as soon as uh, we're done with the show because <laughs> I wanna I wanna see what you put together for us. Yep. Let, let, what's next for uh, the Cedar Room? What's next for you guys there? Right now, it's continuing to evolve our retail brick-and-mortar space and also the the online space, mostly the brick-and-mortar space. So we're in the market to open a secondary location uh, in the near future. And, you know, over the years, what we learned from our father's business, we incorporated into Cedar Room here. But in the last four or five years, we've learned so much more and how the industry is changing and evolving. And we want to stay at the forefront of that. So uh, the next location we're looking at, um, it'll be a continuation of our concept, a larger format version because of things we realized we needed more space for. And uh, we're we're, um, planning to incorporate more technology uh, to enhance the customer experience. So growth in the brick and mortar space is uh, next on our our vision and goal and continuing the customer service that we've been executing on now uh, in a hopefully bigger and better way. That's great. Are you bringing in uh, like, who's the next big brand or next new brand you're bringing in to the uh, Cedar room? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, There's a few that we're looking at right now and similar to some of the other brands I mentioned there, some of them are, Soon to be available in the U.S. Some of them are still only in the European or Middle East markets that we're trying to bring in here. So a lot of logistics and legalities that we're working through. But I would say in the next few months, I can't mention any specific names, but it'll be a three or four uh, similar brands that we're going to start to introduce. But something that may be well known in the U.S. right now. Well, we just had a we just had a meeting with Dean Parson from Epic Cigars and. Um, great guy sat down with him a couple times and yesterday we met again and uh, we're introducing it's new to us not new to the market but his fantastic uh, epic 10 cigar so that'll be in store today and tomorrow nice. uh, amazing cigar cameroon wrapper i believe yes. so um, even the full-bodied cigar amazing stock cigar so that's going to be coming in and then davidoff's new release is available now it's their uh, 2021 chef's edition we have that in store as well but new brands i would say uh, nothing in particular for the next couple weeks <laughs> two weeks I, from now uh, that'll change <laughs> <laughs> right so mm-hmm. so right after this comes out like that's going to change you'll so take a look at cedar room uh, cigars.com watch that and sign up for the text and use keyword stogies all right so if there were one cigar, Andy, just one that you were going to smoke for the rest of your life. Like, I, you, you, you know, everybody gets asked these, this stupid question when they're on a podcast. So, you know what? Why why won't I ask it? What's the one cigar you'd smoke for the rest of your life? Man, that is one of the toughest questions. <laughs> that's, that's hard. It's hard to answer. Um, I'm the type of cigar smoker who will never smoke the same cigar back to back. Right. So, uh, you know, I would say the last cigar smoked twice it was probably uh, six months apart 
But um, so I like to always explore and try new things. I would say one that stands out is, um, uh, you know, the Davidoff Anniversario line is one of my staple kind of go-tos, especially mm-hmm. for a somewhat of a milder offering. But a little more regularly, I would say the Castagli line. I love the Basilica A. That's uh, one of my top uh, favorites, not just uh, in cigars, but also in the Castagli line. The Basilica A is really nice. And then uh, I do like the uh, El Septimo uh, Emerald Exception. It's a green label, uh, more full-bodied cigar. So if I'm uh, looking for something later in the day or uh, you know after a, a meal or something like that, it's tough to narrow it down to one, but I would say among those three, it'd probably be the go-tos. If you're going to talk about top-tier cigars, those are three top-tier cigars. What What's the biggest thing that you've learned uh, in the industry? Like if there was one thing that stands out to you in the, even like, so like I said, you've been steeped in it. Like your dad owned a shop for 12, 13 years. And now you've owned this shop for, you know, five, six years. Like what is the one thing that you've learned that sticks out the most? I would say it's something that we, you know, initially when we opened up new was a, a big factor and that is customer service and providing an experience. Uh, in the last five years, that's been proven, I would say, a hundredfold. And I think what I've learned is that definitely is the top the top thing to focus on. And it's what we've done and will continue to enhance on that. So it's really just uh, providing what your customers are looking for. So constant communication with them, getting feedback, and then in return, uh, doing your best to provide what they're asking for. And having them leave your place, whether it's, you know, physically or online with a great experience and hopefully that they kind of mention to their friends and family. So I think it's something we knew before, but now it's just proven that it's definitely uh, the most important thing. Absolutely. Andy Swice, uh, Cedar Room Cigars. I, I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to sit down and, and, and talk with me and bring your story to my listeners and my followers, uh, because I think it is a great story. And you have, again, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because you're here and you're on the show, but I, you honestly do have one of those shops that it is the embodiment of what a cigar lounge should be. From the moment you walk in, you're greeted. Uh, it's comfortable chairs. It's dark but still well lit. If that makes any sense at all, <laughs> it is, it, it's, it's inviting. It's welcoming. You have a fantastic patio. It's huge. And it's not just a place where, where you're going to see a bunch of guys, you know, old fat white guys like myself sitting around talking like you, this is where you're going to see the younger generation coming in. They're going to be coming in with their, with their dates. They're going to be coming in with their significant others because there's more to offer than just cigars and, and cigar culture. And that's a big part of it. But you know what, when you have beer, wine, and port, it's a great spot to introduce folks to the hobby and into the lifestyle and, and, and get the, you know, the fairer sex into it yeah. as well. And you guys do a fan fantastic job of that so andy i i really do appreciate it give us that number one more time this is for the uh cigartextclub.com uh and keyword stogies what's that number yeah the number is 833-855-6464 if you don't want to remember the number or jot it down uh you can also just go to cigartextclub.com and you can fill out the same form same same way 
And uh, if you do the text, use keyword stogies, uh, and you'll have a, a surprise for the Simply Stogies uh, sampler. Uh, that, uh, yeah, hint, have... hint, hint, Castagli might be part of that. <laughs> I kind of I figured it would be. It's fun for me uh, uh, to talk to lounge owners who have good relationships with a lot of the people in the industry that I've talked to, like Vlada, like Jeremy, like Dean Parsons, because it, it, it is really a big community, and, and you guys – you guys embody the best of what that community is. And there's a lot of shops out there, local shops, uh, especially in Arizona where there's 70 plus shops where you can choose from. Like if you're in the uh, DC ranch area, if you're in uh, Scottsdale, if you're in Phoenix, it's worth the drive. Go like this is, it's a destination spot. That's what I put on the review, uh, which you can see at simply stogies.com. It, it, it really is a fantastic spot. And if you're looking for boutique, this is one of those online retailers. I know that I have a good relationship with a lot of online retailers, but these guys, I'm just telling you, give them a shot. If you haven't yet, cedarroomcigars.com, uh, they won't they won't steer you wrong. Andy, Andy Swice, thank you so much, uh, my friend. I do appreciate the time. Thank you, James. I, uh, I'm very, very happy we got to meet in person and talk uh, online now and uh, appreciate everything you do yeah no i will definitely be stopping in again next year uh you know after the trade show because it's one of those it's just now going to be my spot when i'm in arizona so awesome. i appreciate thank you very much thank you so much for joining us here at simply stogies uh join me next time where i'm not quite sure what i'll be talking about but i promise it'll be simply stogies stay smoky friends Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.